My guests today are Aaron and Dusty Sansic. They're from Eat, Move, Rest, and they're going to be making an amazing recipe that I know you're going to love. It's a plant-based vegan macaroni and cheese. Please welcome them to the show. It's so nice to meet you. Yes. Hey, AJ, and hi, everybody else. Thank yes. you for having us on your show. We're super excited to be here. Yes. My pleasure. So who is Aaron and Dusty, and what is Eat, Move, Rest? It sounds fun. At least yeah. the eat, at least the eat and the rest part. <laughs> yeah, that part's easy. So we set out years and years ago to, I guess, transform our own health. We had both been struggling with a number of uh, different ailments. We were in our early uh, early twenties. Yeah, maybe and we can each break down our own individual stories. Sure. Yeah, we were both in our in our like early to mid twenties uh, at the time, and we just both, frankly, felt like crap. And we were past our college days. We were no longer going out, you know, and eating just pizza and beer. At this point, we had kind of already started to clean up our diets. We were by no means plant-based um, at the time, but we were making some changes. We were working out, but we still just felt like crap. And so we're like, what is wrong with, with our diets? You know, we're running, we're exercising like crazy. And the, the saying, still holds you can't out train a bad diet so we thought this has got to be it's got to be our food let's look at the things that we're eating i was on two different um acid reflux medications at the time like i said again in, in my early 20s i was like why on earth am i on these medications and why do i feel so bad and so like i said we just started looking at our foods and we actually got invited to a talk at a local hospital where we were able to meet Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn. We had no idea who this guy was. And he showed up, fed us these bean sprout quesadillas and uh, introduced us to a plant-based diet and kind of the rest is history. It's so cool that you guys got this information so young because so many people don't. And I'm wondering, is it because they don't feel bad yet? Or because I think it's fantastic when younger people are exposed to this message. Yeah, totally. Yeah, definitely. And I think from there, uh, it was kind of funny because my uncle, who's a cardiologist, had said, well, I think I'm going to try this thing for 40 days and yeah. go plant-based. And so then my parents jumped on board. So then we were like, okay, we'll try it too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so we did it for 40 days. And essentially, we just went vegetarian for 40 days, um, cut out all meat products. And at the end of it, we were just amazed that we were still alive because everybody <laughs> was like, you guys are already leaned out. Yep. you're going to shrivel up. You're going to die. So we were just amazed that we were alive Yeah, <laughs> and we didn't think that it was possible to even go vegan. That was completely out of the question. Right. <laughs> but as soon as the 40 days were up, Dusty at least was through the drive through getting oh, yeah. his favorite burgers again. Yep. And we kind of bounced back and, and started to feel like crap again, mm -hmm. you know, to, to I think it no wasn't, surprise. I think it wasn't until after the fact that we realized one that was possible and two we felt a lot better right so then as we began to experiment more and learn more about vegetarianism of course you eventually stumble upon veganism yeah. and then plant-based so we didn't want to cut ourselves off or limit ourselves and go cold turkey overnight that just seemed too daunting for us yeah but we knew that we could you know, take baby steps and start eliminating things. We didn't love to drink milk. So we kind of chipped away at the dairy next. Yeah. And, you know, cheese was a tricky one, but I think the most difficult for us was we were clinging on to our eggs. We would have scrambled eggs for breakfast, yeah. over easy for lunch, just trying to cling on to as much protein as we could. Right. <laughs> but there came a point where um, we went and got our blood work done because we were getting so healthy and we were interested in seeing what our numbers reflected. Yeah. And my uh, cholesterol was through the roof and coming from a family of heart disease on both my mom's and dad's sides, the nurses has, had said, might be a good idea for you to just get on a medication since both of your parents are just to keep things in check. And I was like, well, how long will I have to be on that medication? Yeah. And they're like, well, probably forever, you know, and yeah. that just didn't sit right with me. So, so then we really took a look at, okay, how much how much cholesterol is in an egg right and then you you start learning about these foods that we still hadn't cut out of our diet yet and we knew okay we, we've got to go full vegan we've got to try this whole food plant-based diet and and so we did started uh sharing recipes Erin started her instagram and, and i started mine 
people. Well, I think the confidence kicked in when yeah. a couple months later we got our blood work done again. And it was just, Probably. you know, maybe eight weeks and cholesterol was what in what Dr. Gregor himself would consider the heart attack proof range. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And yeah, so people, people were asking for, you know, what are you guys doing and what's this weird food you're eating? And so, like I said, we started sharing a little bit on Instagram and, and people started asking for recipes and they said, you guys should do a YouTube channel. And we just thought, you know what, this, this hasn't just been strictly food. Like I mentioned before, we're all about exercising and, and taking care of our mental health. And so we're like, what are the three things you do every day? We have to eat, we have to move and we have to rest. Let's figure out how to just strip it down to the basics and figure out how to do those three things better. And that's when Eat, Move, Rest was born. Yeah, so we kind of tell our audience, it's the three things we all do every day that we could all be doing better. Yep. So that's great. Heavy emphasis on food. <laughs> so so why, why 40 days? Because the holiday Lent, is that 40 days or 42 days? Yeah, yeah. It, it was actually for Lent. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was for, it just happened to be that time of year. And it was, and we were like, okay, so we, uh, our families are, are both Catholic. And so we're like, okay, Lent's coming up. You most, most people give up meat for 40 days or on Fridays or, or whatever they can. And we were like, let's go full on vegetarian for 40 days. And yeah, like I said, we felt pretty darn good. So. It seems to be kind of a symbolic number too, yeah. you know? Um, a little bit longer than 30 days, um, not quite as daunting as 60. And even <laughs> now being um, a mom of a little toddler, you know, yeah. there's this, the first 40 days after you give birth where it's like this healing period of your postpartum journey that's very sacred and important. So yeah, 40 days just felt symbolic and it meant something to us. Yeah. And so you didn't feel bad. You know, the reason I ask is you guys are really young and I work with people that are generally older than you and yeah. even they feel terrible when they stop eating processed food and animal products, but you guys actually felt better. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think a lot of people do go through that kind of detox phase. Yeah. You know, people say my hair fell out or I got more severe acne yeah. or I just felt really achy and drained. Yeah. And I think that, like you said, because we were so young at, those were also the days when I could go out and not have a hangover if I was out with my buddies or whatever. Now, even, even in our thirties now, about 10 years later, that's not the case anymore. And we of course have cut drinking out of our lives years and years ago, but it's, I think we must, our bodies just must have been uh, detoxing quicker and we bounced back and honestly felt great. So there's definitely a hump to get over and you have to kind of give yourself that period of discomfort yep. to get to the part where you're kind of um, cruising along. You know, it takes a while to not just start to feel better, but also yeah. to hit your stride with new recipes, plant-based upgrades to your family favorite meals. Yeah. So yeah. I'm glad though, that when you tried that burger after 40 days, you felt terrible. Yeah. Well, especially with me, because it's so like, it's, it's, it's all been digestion and, and gut. And like I said, specifically acid reflux. So it's like, mm -hmm. it's not one of these things like cholesterol, you don't necessarily know. If I eat something bad, I know that it's not agreeing with me like instantly. And so yeah, for sure. For me, it was like, okay, that, that first time I started eating those bad foods again, I knew immediately. I was like, this, it's, it's the food. It's the food that's, that's really upsetting me here. So, you know, it's interesting because I used to, when I lived in LA, I used to run a program, a 30 day program called the ultimate weight loss program in person. People would come to my house once a week and they would do it for 30 days because they were paying money and it was a challenge and there were prizes yeah. and they did great. And a lot of them, like you, the next day they would go back to the foods, but they couldn't then get back on. Like the pool yeah. was so addictive that once they, Wow. went off they couldn't come back yeah you know Aaron and I are we're so like type a and we're so like once once we hear something and learn something like we we just can't fathom going back to that to that former way and so for us to that played a role it's like you know I have a lot of people that that say hey you know I'm I've been on a plant-based diet for years now but I'm really craving eggs and you know for me I I, I totally understand that but for me, and I think for Aaron too, like, I can't even fathom the idea of it. And so I think that has helped me, like, the, the more research we've done on the food industry and what eggs really are, it's like, no, I don't, even if I was craving that, I don't think I could ever. You know, it's a menstrual cycle. It's somebody's period. Oh, Ooh. Yeah, it's awful. Like, I can't I think even think for about me it. Too, like, after learning everything, 
they say that fear isn't a motivator, but yeah. initially I think it was. I had a healthy amount of fear that I didn't want heart disease, yeah. um, which had run in the family. And we didn't really, we just kind of very briefly grazed the surface of our past, like even going back into our 20s, yeah. like the things I was experiencing were very, very just disheartening yeah. and felt so serious, like life-threatening to me at the time. You know, it was um, experiencing my first bouts of anxiety, stress, and depression in college, um, which my lifestyle was not aiding to helping that <laughs> at all by, you know, going out and binge drinking and binge eating and all these things. Yeah. Meanwhile, I had developed this series of symptoms, um, everything from numbness and tingling and brain fog, um, just not being able to focus or think clearly. Um, you know, so then it comes to like, okay, what came first, the anxiety or these symptoms, but yeah. they marry themselves together. And all of a sudden you've got this disease that, you know, I had seen specialists and physicians and nobody could diagnose. Therefore, no one could give me a pill to save my life. Right. So I ended up consulting Dr. Google. Um, long story short, that I think instilled within me, it was almost a blessing in disguise because then moving forward and learning what we learned about um, animal products and what they do to your body, it instilled within me a healthy amount of fear that I think was a driver enough to Stay just, away. just go whole hog into it, even if it took time to transition and never look back. Yeah. Well, I think it's so cool that you got this information before you even got pregnant. And did you raise your kid? Is your kid plant-based? Yes. Yes, he is. He actually is with grandma right she, now. She just picked him up. He's at the, he just turned two, uh, two days before Christmas. So he is all over. He would want to be in this with us and it would, it would have been a little bit too much. So grandma's got him right now, but we, uh, we would have loved for you to meet him. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. His name's Max, right? I was listening to a few of your videos. I'm 17 weeks pregnant as well. So yep. I'm expecting number two in early July. Yep. <laughs> Whoa. Thank yeah. Well, that's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Two plant-based babies. You guys don't almost don't even look old enough to start having kids. So that's amazing what the plant-based diet can do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you're going to make mac and cheese, but it's not really cheese, right? No. Yeah. Yeah. So we had, um, for a while there, I would say our recipes just became kind of um, bootable style for a long time. Just really simple and cut and dry, you know. We would bake potatoes and sweet potatoes and maybe have some quinoa and some beans and yep. some romaine. But now since having Max, we've kind of gone more towards like, how can we make family friendly comfort foods yeah. that are, that taste comforting, but don't have to be laden with oil yeah. and even not so high in fat. Like we want a healthy amount, you know, right. for our toddler, but how can we make these foods comforting that are still going to be comforting to ourselves, I guess. And, and, and healthy, you know, still healthy upgrades. So this one in particular, it has been a favorite on, on our channel because it is so, the, the cheese sauce that we're gonna make is made with vegetables. So it's not just, you know, nuts and oil and, and some of these other things that we've seen a lot of vegan uh, cheese recipes. We, we're gonna use some potatoes and some carrots. And yes, we are gonna use some cashews, but this one is so decadent and so creamy and it's packed full of vegetables. And Max, yeah, Max doesn't even like, know. <laughs> we have to hide the veggies and smoothies and yeah. recipes like this. Yeah, so. otherwise Max won't touch them, but he's, he's getting good. I didn't have a salad or a vegetable until I was probably a teenager. And at this point, he's killing it. He's the healthiest <laughs> kid on the planet, so. Oh, that's terrific. Hey, there's a question from Carolyn. Did your obstetrician feel comfortable with you having a plant-based pregnancy? Um, yes, surprisingly, um, very, very open-minded, which we're very blessed for that. Um, just kind of more of the stance, like I, you guys are the parents, I'm letting you make your decisions, whether you choose this or this, um, it's up to you. So I think the important thing for, for us too, is going in there with, with our own confidence to say, look, you know, this, this happens to be the lifestyle that we're, that we're uh, living that these are the foods that we're eating and, and we are confident in that um, I think helped him to know that that, that our baby was also going to be taken care of and be and okay. And being that we had been doing this for five to six years already yeah um, I think we had an, enough experience under our belts and also resources at our hands um, not only has the World Health Organization said that a vegan diet is 
a well-planned vegan diet is healthy for all stages of life. There's yeah. enough um, nutritionists and physicians putting out amazing blogs, um, citing their sources. We really love plant-based juniors. Um, yeah. Things like that really helps us out a lot. Yep. So. And I, yeah, I think, again, the, the main thing too with going into your physician is that a lot of physicians are very close-minded or, or old school. In fact, Aaron's father and uncle and grandfather, they're all, they're all physicians. And we even have a hard time with them sometimes because they're, they're just kind of set in their ways. And it's like, so if you can go into your physician and say, hey, I'm educated. I know, I feel like I know what we're doing. I feel like you're, they'll be more likely to accept your, your form of, your, your way of eating, I guess. Mm -hmm. you, you guys want to jump into the recipe, answer questions first, or how do, would you like to proceed? I don't really care. We can do whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, let's jump into the recipe. recipe. Yeah. Okay. That way we can get the veggies boiling and then maybe we can. I'm going to try to grab the camera here and show you what we're working with. I'll probably just have these. You want to um, point out the ingredients here, Erin? Yeah. So for this recipe, you're going to need, we only had these little potatoes, but you'll basically need either one large or two small golden potatoes. Yeah. And then two cups of chopped carrots. So it's probably going to equal maybe five carrots. And then you're gonna need three three cloves of garlic or you can use garlic powder. And what else do we have? We're gonna use, ideally you would wanna use about two boxes of pasta about this size. It makes so, a whole lot of sauce. And then a half cup nutritional yeast. We love this because if you're new to plant-based, you wanna get some of this because it's high in protein and B vitamins, which are super essential. Mm -hmm. And it tastes kind of nutty and cheesy. So it makes your recipes really savory and good. Yep. And then salt to taste, um, the juice of half a lemon, a half teaspoon of turmeric powder, half cup of soaked cashews, which you can omit if you're watching your fats. Mm -hmm. um, but it does add a whole nother dimension of amazingness to it. Yeah. <laughs> So, and then we're also going to need a half cup of plant milk or water. Yep. And, and so I've got, it. I've got our water boiling back here on the stove already. So we're going to start by dropping our potatoes and our carrots in the water, boil them up until they're soft. And then we're going to throw the rest of this in the blender to make our sauce. Like Aaron said, this makes a whole bunch of creamy cheese sauce. So we typically use a couple of packages of um, noodles. This I think is a eight ounce. And that is a brown rice. Yeah. So too. we like we like brown rice or chickpea um, lentil noodles, lentil too. noodles. There's so many now, and and they're all so good. We aren't always gluten free, but when we can be, we we choose it. Yeah. <laughs> Plus these are a lot higher in protein too. I think. And I'm gonna also start boiling some water. For Show these. these ones really fast. These are actually my favorites. They're a kids mix, organic kids mix. They got little shapes, they're kind of fun. <laughs> That's cute. Is that your son's favorite food, macaroni yeah. and cheese? Yeah. He definitely loves pasta. I think he gets that from his dad. <laughs> they're very inclined towards the pastas and breads and all the Italian type of foods. <laughs> So, yeah, like I said, these types of recipes have helped us to expand what we're capable of making. We kind of kept it simple for a lot of a lot of years there. Um, but having Max has helped us to, you know, make more family family friendly recipes at home that we can all enjoy that you know our families can come over and enjoy and. I think it helps on our channel as well that we're not just a couple of 20 somethings that we have a family now. I think it, it makes us a lot more relatable and approachable to a lot of people who are in the same situation. Yeah, we've got more credit, uh, some, some more street cred now that we're parents. <laughs> Everybody was telling us before, oh, you guys are young and you're healthy. It's easy for you. But now that they see us chasing around our toddler, they they're like okay these are these are the real people <laughs> dealing with real issues now we can uh, now we can trust them but oh okay which one so yeah we're just gonna boil our potatoes and our carrots now and start boiling our noodles and then I'll get the blender cup. 
the recipe doesn't take very long either, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, do you eat raw until four? There's a question in the chat that it sounds like they think you do. Um, yeah, I think we were more strict on that earlier on. Now I think we're a little bit more flexible again with Max, like loving oatmeal for breakfast or like our strawberry banana muffins that we make, things like that. You know, we always munch on and snack on too throughout the day, but we do put a heavy emphasis on like juices and smoothies for breakfast, um, fresh fruits and fresh chopped salads throughout the day, trying to emphasize a lot of those raw foods. And then of course, lots of hearty cooked meals at dinner, but we're not, you know, I don't think you have to be so hard on yourself that you can't eat cooked food during the day, but it is important to emphasize, you know, raw foods as well. Yeah, I think it's been especially difficult for Erin um, while being pregnant because she just doesn't crave those raw foods. In fact, like the she, salads. Yeah, I mean, she wasn't able to okay, even but... uh, look at a salad for, <laughs> for her first trimester because she was feeling nauseous and, and wasn't really into the raw foods. But another thing is that in the wintertime, it's it's hard to eat raw i in, in the summertime i would love to eat raw and have smoothies and, and, and all kinds of fresh fruit but it's hard to find it's it's not cheap if you can find it and again when it's cold outside nothing's better than a bowl of you know warm oatmeal for breakfast or lunch so typically in, in the summer we're, we're more likely to be raw so and, and where do you guys live we live in nebraska wow so, yeah the eastern tip of nebraska lincoln and, and omaha so we we do have the cities, but we're uh, we're kind of in a food desert. I mean, we, we have Whole Foods and we have all the nice grocery stores, but when it comes to uh, restaurants, and it's definitely not like uh, New York or LA. We've we've got a couple of vegan restaurants, um, and that's about it. So, okay, so now I'm gonna take the plant milk and add it to our blender. Yep, I can move these two. And then I'm gonna rinse these cashews after they've been soaking for a while. And again, you can kind of vary the amount of cashew you put in depending on how much fat you uh, you do or don't want in your recipe. It's important for us to uh, not be as afraid of, of fat, especially while Erin's pregnant and while we're feeding Max, our, uh, our two-year-old, because toddlers typically do need quite a bit more fat in their diet. And that being said, we're still able to get an abundance of healthy fats without oils, and, you know, going back to Dusty talking about um, his heartburn, that's another thing that really triggers it for him is the oils. Yeah. So we definitely feel a lot better digestion wise, just steering clear of the oils and do just a little bit of salt. And typically we add most of the salt to the, to our meals when they're done, just to kind of keep the sodium lower. So AJ, we actually saw you on our favorite, or we listened to you on our favorite podcast, the Ritual Podcast, a couple of years back. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was quite fun. Thank you. Yeah, he's great. Rich Roll uh, played a very big role in, in uh, my, at least, going vegan. I read an article that he wrote years and years ago about uh, busting the protein myth, which, of course, was a huge fear of mine. Uh, was how, how am I going to survive on a, on a vegan diet? And uh, I've been uh, loving Ritual ever since. And so, yeah, we were uh, thrilled when when we got invited on your show because uh, we said anybody who's been on Ritual is uh, like, got to be an, an awesome person. And so we're, we're extra excited to be on your show today. Thank you. So do you guys, there's a question like that you guys, um, I guess somebody's watching some of your videos, you like certain supplements. Do you want to talk about that? Um, yeah, I think right now we're not married to any certain brand as far as supplements, other than, you know, like we are super active. We work out a lot. So we do love Sun Warrior for if you're looking for a nice clean protein powder and they've got green powders, um, all kinds of cool stuff, <clears throat> minerals and multivitamins. Um, but as far as just like vegan essential supplements, um, we, we do uh, liquid B12 and a liquid D3 yeah. and then an algae omega capsule. Yeah. And those are kind of like our prime three that we, that are non-negotiables for us, but we're not picky on brands. 
Yeah, I think like Aaron's mentioned before, anything uh, in a liquid form that you can drop on or under the tongue is probably the best, it's gonna absorb the best. And um, emphasis, especially again, if you have toddlers on that algae omega, um, I was not for some reason. Yeah, we could show some here. For whatever reason, I was not taking my algae omega uh, about a month ago, kind of around the holidays. This. This is by Nordic Naturals. Yeah, that's a good it one. It says vegetarian, but I think it is in fact vegan. So. Yeah. And I, I can, I, it maybe seems crazy, but I feel like cognitively, if I'm not taking like my algae omega, like I just feel like I get to a point where I'm like, okay, I, I can't remember things or I'm just feeling like low. It like affects my mood and everything. And again, especially if you have a, a toddler, um, you're really going to want some algae omega, so for that healthy EPA and DHA and, and uh, brain function. So <laughs> I'm breathing in some nutritional yeast powder. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Yeah, we added in that's um, half cup nutritional yeast, salt and pepper to taste. Just squeeze a half of a lemon, half teaspoon of turmeric, our soaked yeah. our soaked cashews. And then um, just half a cup of water. And then let's see this. Talking about Aaron's choking on this <laughs> nutritional yeast. Talking about supplements, again, this nutritional yeast isn't a supplement per se. It's, it's an actual food, but like we mentioned before, it tastes like cheese. This one is not fortified with B12, which in folate, um, like folic, acid. folic acid you actually want folate and not folic acid so some people actually recommend to get the nutritional yeast that is not fortified it doesn't contain msg either so right. that's another thing that's kind of a hang up sometimes so we we're not affiliated in any way but this sorry foods brand i think we find it on amazon is a really good one that uh, that has a great flavor and again uh, nutritionally is really really good for you too yeah that is a good brand. I've, I've, I've purchased it on Amazon. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. Dylan Holmes has another one too that's unfortified that's very good. Oh, nice. Cool. Called Well Year World. Yeah. Very awesome. cool. Okay, so we've got our cheese sauce ingredients in here. We're just going to blend those up. We're still waiting for our veggies and our um, noodles to be boiled up, and then we're just going to add it all into a pot yeah. and mix it up. So, yeah. um, Kathleen saying, I know you said you can omit the cashews. She wanted to know just because of a nut allergy, maybe there's another creamy nut that she could put in that she's not allergic to. I would try tahini. I guess that would be my my best bet. Just um, that's going to be from a sesame seed. So. That would be my bed. Do you have any other ideas? Um, to make it creamy, nut some free. cashews. Uh, nut free. Technically, coconut is like coconut cream, maybe. Coconut cream, maybe, but I'm not sure if that's. Is that also a nut? I'm not sure. It's a tree. I'm not. I, I always get that wrong. Whether coconut is a nut. Yeah. Does does your does your son know he's plant based? Is too too young to really know that he doesn't eat meat, or does he care? No, I don't think he knows at this point. <laughs> Something that a lot of, it's funny that a lot of people have said to us how kind he is and good he is with pets and animals. Like he doesn't ever pull the cat's tail or tug on the dog's fur. He's very, very just gentle and kind. And he's got a compassionate spirit about him. And we've had a couple people say, I'll bet it's because he's vegan. <laughs> like really, we <laughs> so. Funny. Aaron's aunt is 100% um, Indian. And so when we're around uh, that side of the family, you know, they're very um, steeped in like vegetarianism and like the Vedic culture, I think. And she insists that Max <laughs> is like an angel because he's never consumed, you know, any dead animals or anything. <laughs> She's like, he's so peaceful. He's, you know, all of these things. And it's like, I, I believe it though. You know, I think that that really does play a role in, in how you feel and, and how you live. So, yeah. Could be something to it. Yeah. <laughs> I know that it would be amazing to see how he grows up. Somebody's asking about, is there a faucet over your stove? And what is that? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So Dusty is extremely handy. He yeah. likes to do all kinds of house project projects. So it's a pot filler. Yeah. It's if you, if you're interested, just, uh, just Google search pot filler 
<laughs> and you'll find, yeah, you'll find uh, some ideas maybe on online or on Pinterest or something. That it's super convenient. It's very convenient, especially yeah, if you've got a big pot. So That is cool. What, what do you guys normally eat in a day? And maybe I'm sure it's different when you're pregnant and you're not pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right now, especially because I'm not really loving the salads still, I try to get greens in but with green juices and green smoothies. Those are our go-tos for breakfast. Yeah. They're actually very calorie dense though. Um, not the juice, but our typical green smoothie is very calorie dense because we're adding bananas and pineapple and frozen mango and things like that in with the greens and veggies. Um, so that's usually breakfast. And then throughout the day, like I said, like snacking and munching on things like our homemade strawberry banana oat muffins. Those are a favorite we try to have around the house. Um, for lunch, it's usually like a big bowl of like fruit with some homemade granola um, or some almond butter for those healthy fats. And um, for dinner time, we're usually like, typically it would be like a big rainbow salad before our cooked meal. So for our cooked meals, we really, really love to do hearty soups and stews in one of our big pots. So we usually use like red lentils as a base just because they're so high in protein and iron and they really help to thicken it up. Um, we always do like potatoes or sweet potatoes in it and carrots and onions and garlic and celery. Um, sometimes we'll go with like more of a Thai flavor with some coconut milk and sometimes we'll go more we love Indian inspired recipes too. So, you know, the curry powders and all the spices. Nice. Do you have a preferred brand of prenatal vitamins? There's a question in the chat. Um, yeah, actually for that one, I take Garden of Life and I took that, I've been taking it now for almost three years because you take it while you're breastfeeding as well. So I've been on it for a long time and I really love that brand. I actually take the same uh, men's multi I was going to say, you take the same prenatal one. <laughs> That's funny. That is, I, you know, I was looking at your website. You guys do retreats? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we, that was another, uh, something that from the beginning, I guess we've always wanted to do. We love to travel, um, especially before Max. We, we've been around the world and, and seen all, all kinds of nice, beautiful places. And Costa Rica was a, somewhere we went with Aaron's family one year and we thought, wouldn't it be cool with all of this fruit and all this abundance, wouldn't it be cool if we could someday host a retreat here in Costa Rica? A couple of years later, that opportunity uh, kind of came up, kind of fell on our lap actually. Mm -hmm. And uh, a friend of ours, Chris Kendall, who, who is a, another YouTuber and, and recipe developer. Um, this has been on the show, the raw chef, Chris Kendall. Oh, yeah, yeah, has he? Yeah, Chris, yeah. Is, Chris is great. Chris is a friend of ours and uh, Aaron and he, he they were, were just chatting on, online one day and, and he said that I was, I was telling him, I really want to come on one of your retreats at Farm of Life and we'd love to host someday. Yeah. And he, so basically he was like, well, someone just backed out. Maybe you guys could take the spot. This was three years ago, kind of when we were really just getting started with YouTube and we got the opportunity. They're like, it's your guys, you know, now, now you have to fill uh, these spots. And we're like, oh my gosh, how are we going to fill 15 spots and bring people to Costa Rica? We sold it out. We've sold out last year's and we've already sold out this year's. So this will be Even our third time. We should say we did sell out this year's, but due to a couple of people and oh, COVID, sure. COVID situations, they had to opt out. Yep. So if anybody out there is interested, yeah, we definitely do have, hop on the website and yep. send us an email through our retreat link so we can get you get you in there this year. Totally. <laughs> we just this last week actually had two people that were coming together say that they um, are now no longer coming. So we've got two open yep. spots. So yeah, that, that just happened. So definitely if you're interested in Costa Rica in mid-March, it's amazing. It's their uh, summertime. It's the dry season and we've We've loved it the last few years. So, yeah. Oh, that sounds great. We yeah. seem to get a lot of, like, yeah, actually yesterday, the, the guest chef was broadcasting from Costa Rica. So oh, it seems wow. to attract a lot of plant-based eaters. Matt says, yeah. tell, tell Dusty, Matt from Ireland says, hi, brother, dude is my hero and inspired me to kill it on a vegan diet. Awesome. Matt, I know Matt from Ireland. He's a good nice. guy. 
know. We've been in touch, yeah. So, you know, I should have said, you don't have to answer anything you don't want, but I, I, I'm curious if you want to answer this question, how do you handle YouTubers that criticize you and your family? Because I'd like to know for me, because I mean, that's the thing I, I don't want. I like doing this show because I love meeting wonderful people like you that I might not have crossed paths with if I was, you know, doing what I was doing before. But man, right. I, I mean, I don't look at the comments. I don't even look at the good ones. Sure. Yeah, I think it's come to a point where like, I've learned that not everybody is a troll. You know, there is such a thing as constructive criticism. And we've learned that even that's difficult to accept or address, but like we've gotten okay with that. It helps us to grow, right? But there's always the haters that just come out with like the most <laughs> obscene comments. Yeah. And you know, the first, I think the first couple videos we put out, I told Dusty, I really wanted to make this happen, but I don't think I can do this. And, you know, I think you were the strong one that was like, you know, <laughs> this is your dream. We've got to go for it. Look at people like Fully Rock Christina, who you look up to, who have millions. How many comments yeah. do you think they have to weed through or yeah. ignore? And it is difficult, but I think we just were of the mindset that we have to develop a really tough, thick skin because what we're putting out there is important and valuable. And we felt that, you know, we owed it to ourselves and to friends and followers to just put our story out there and hopefully help to inspire. And yeah, you know, we've, we've actually got, especially since having Max, for some reason, unfortunately, we have gotten a handful of people who've made videos about our family and try to say that we're, we're child abusers. And now I'm, I'm boiling the noodles over, which I do every single time. Um, so yeah, it, it can get really hard and it can get really, uh, you know, frustrating and sad, but I think for us completely, just ignoring the hate we don't respond we don't reply we just don't feed into that negative energy you know we we're, we're we're vibrating on a whole different level and that is like aaron said to put good goodness and wholeness and and um and inspiration out there and so we're like we don't people can say negative things if they want but we're just not even gonna tap into their their energy and not give them the time of day and we just we just carry on so there's two philosophies. One is to delete the comments and one is to let everybody else come rally around you. Which, which do you choose? We've well, done both. Yeah, we've kind of tried both. Yeah. And sometimes they're just, just way out of left field. And it's like, just get rid of it. And yeah. other times, you know, it is nice to have, have people you. stand up for you yeah. and share, you know, even valuable resources and links. Like, Hey, look, this is, this is safe. This is fine. Like, yeah. here's your proof. Yeah. So, and, and if, we learn a lot from from our friends and followers. We're not always the teachers. In fact, most of the time we're learning. <laughs> right, yeah. So it's it's super fun to see our, our followers kind of chime in and uh, defend us or defend, you know, our diet. And and so I think lately we've just started leaving the comments and uh, yeah, it's it's kind of fun. We, and we I, realize I how to, much support you actually do have. I try to remind myself too that you know, think about how difficult it must be for celebrities no, when man. they're at the checkout line at the grocery store and how hard to put the blinders on to not even look at the tabloids right next to them, you know? <laughs> yeah. If, oh if doing something good, there's inevitably going to be some resistance. And so we just take it as a sign that, that we're having some traction and, and we're hopefully influencing people and, and yeah, just and, and I think it. ultimately the quote, hurt people, hurt people. It's yeah. a good reminder, you totally. know, it's yeah. not on you, it's on them. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Uh, Kim wants to know when is baby number two due? Um, we're not exactly sure on the exact due date, but it's the first week of July. Yep. So I'm about 17 weeks right now. Wow. Um, yeah, I think they are. We could probably blend those up. Okay. Do you want me to bring this over or do we just, maybe we'll, just do it over in this corner. Yeah. All right. We're about to blend up our cheese sauce. And then we can show you guys the final product. Let's see. You want to get on there? Quick. Let me dump some water. So we, let's see. Um, one other thing on our retreats, we're really hoping to get some here in the U.S. Um, scheduled, but because of baby, we might have to wait until 2022, but we would love to start hosting um, retreats that are a little bit more accessible to more of our U.S. friends and followers. So, you know, we're looking at other places. If any of you know of 
retreat centers, definitely let us know. Come to the Palm Springs area and then I'll, I'll do a demo for you. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be amazing. We just visited there um, a couple months ago and loved it. Okay, let's see. Uh, Myra's wanting to know what is the brand of Omega that you use for your toddler? Um, that was Nordic Naturals. Thank you. And Lotus Mama says, I'm new to plant-based diet. I just went all in this month. How would I transition my eight-year-old to this diet? Yeah. Um, I think there are definitely a lot more transitional um, type of foods now that you can start with, even if you had to start with a healthy boxed mac and cheese like bonza or things like that. Um, but like I said, for us, since we love to like make everything pretty much whole food plant-based from scratch, hiding like healthy foods in recipes like this is the best way to start. Um, because not every uh, kid or toddler is going to just sit down and and eat a baked potato even. So if you can blend it into a cheesy, delicious sauce, yeah. or, um, you know, we hide things in our muffins. You can even put greens in your pancakes and waffles and muffins, like green powders or spinach. Yeah. Um, and even the smoothies, you know, I think a lot of kids also are even afraid of the green smoothies just because of the green color. Yeah. So if you could put it in some kind of uh, smoothie cup that you can't see the color, but you can just, initially taste it i think that will help them to understand that wow this can be good right you know it's not so scary wow. and i think too that that sw that swapping the the mic the gut microbiome over you know your your child probably if they're used to eating happy meals they're not going to enjoy you know healthy whole foods but if you can like aaron said maybe make some muffins or some smoothies with these healthy whole foods in there, their gut will, will start to change and their palate will also change and it'll be easier to feed them the, those fruits and veggies. Are these uh, noodles done? The noodles are almost done, yeah. Okay, I will blend this. Okay, we're gonna blend this. That's all of our cheese sauce ingredients, our carrots and our potatoes. We'll show you guys the best part when you drizzle the cheese sauce on <laughs> <Yeah>. the pasta. <laughs> and I'm gonna check these noodles. There's a question. Yeah. Uh, from Brenda, does grandma feed Max plant-based when he's with her? Yes, so we, we've, we uh, fortunately, Aaron's gonna blend this quick and answer. And there's a comment that people love your recipe for rainbow black bean veggie burgers. The six and two-year-old of Saris loves them and they want them once a week, the kids. I don't know if they heard me, so I'll have to say it again. You know, it's funny that this is must be mac and cheese week because our guest tomorrow is also making a mac and cheese, but that's okay. You can't have too many mac and cheese recipes. Okay, sorry about that. It was, I don't know if it was loud for you guys, it was loud for us. It takes a minute to get it nice and creamy. Yeah. Okay, and did you have a question for us? No, it's just a comment that somebody likes, I guess you have a recipe, black bean rainbow veggie burgers? Oh yeah, we just made that, yeah. Right, and one of your followers says they have a two and a six year old who love that and ask for it every week. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That one's in our ebook that we just came out with. Yep. We just launched our first uh, recipe book um, on Thanksgiving. So that was, uh, that's been one of the recipes that everybody's commenting on and loving. So in fact, we just made it, was it last night or the night before we just made those burgers? Yeah, a couple so. nights ago. And yeah. uh, another okay. favorite, it seems like the pasta dishes and noodle dishes are always people's favorites. We also have a lentil bolognese one that Dusty came up with that's super, super good. If you like your Italian pastas and, okay. And they wanna know if this cheese sauce can be frozen. Frozen, I would say yeah, I think probably. So. We actually have a little, what are these things? Um, so we've got these little silicone muffin trays. So this is one of my secrets, like if we, make like a big soup or stew. Um, sometimes that's why I cut these ones, just this little strip. 
I'll uh, put a spoonful in each of these of whatever um, meal we have and I'll pop, pop them in the freezer. So that way if I'm busy um, throughout the day, I can grab one out of the freezer or two of them and uh, reheat it on the stovetop really quick for max. So it makes for good quick lunches. But yeah, I would say you could probably use something like this. It's easy to pop the, you could put the cheese in those. That might be helpful. So this also makes a good like nacho cheese dip, kind of a similar flavor. And do you use the cheese sauce on anything else Stephanie wants to know other than the pasta and nachos? Sometimes even to dip just veggies or crackers in. It's what else have we used it for? It seems like it's so versatile. Yeah, well, we've, we've made, used it on our burgers. Yeah. So, uh, similar. Yeah. We've made something similar with like a cashew base to spread on burgers or similar to like a hummus. Um, oh, and then we've also made a quinoa risotto with a, a sauce that's pretty similar to this and mix it in with your cooked quinoa and you can add some frozen peas, frozen corn maybe saute a little onion and garlic and it's really, really good. People are asking if there's a way to get the written recipe. Um, we do. Think. This one written, I can't remember. If this one it. is not in our, our ebook, but it's, we do have it, uh, the recipe on our YouTube channel. Yep. So I think we did plant-based mac, I think we did plant-based mac and cheese and waffles. So it was like a child-friendly, uh, super tasty recipe. So I don't know if you guys. I'll, I'll, I'll look for that and I'll link to that while you guys yeah. are cooking. So Linda says, I've been eating plant-based for three years and love it. We recently moved my 92 year old mother in with us. She does not understand this way of eating and won't even taste what I eat. Any okay. suggestions on how to get her to try some things? I would treat her just like the two-year-old. Yeah, I we, we always tell people that you have to impress them with, with your with your recipes. So the main thing is when you have someone that's not on board, they'll be more open-minded if they enjoy the food, right? So we just had a, uh, we do a live chat with, with some of our close followers. Um, and we just had a great conversation with the husband and wife who the wife was really wanting to do this. The husband was kind of, uh, you know, not really sure if he wanted to. And he said, Ultimately, my wife was doing the cooking and she was making amazing plant-based meals. So how can I resist? So I, that's what we always tell people. If you can come up with these amazing recipes and you're, do, especially if you're doing the cooking, you know, give that, give that to your family and they will eventually um, come around, especially if they're enjoying the food. Something else that we've done is you know, like when we go to our family Thanksgivings or any type, we have a huge family. Give another so, close look. They're always potluck type of situations and we always make it amazingly like one of our favorite delicious um, plant-based recipes to contribute to the to the buffet line and you know we just sneak it in there and walk in the back door at grandma's <laughs> house set it in line with all the others it doesn't have a sticker that says vegan or plant-based right. or anything you know it's just another meal in the line yep. and it's funny because we try to get towards the front of the line because if we're in the back <laughs> we've noticed everybody steals all of our food right <laughs> you know we purposely bring one or two plant-based dishes but so we know, can have make sure that we yeah. have our food but everyone else eats it too yeah so. and they don't know that we brought it they don't know it's plant-based yeah so i think a lot of times if you don't don't necessarily have to preface your meal as like, look at this delicious plant-based vegan oil-free, yeah. refined sugar-free <laughs> dessert that I made. You know, yeah. you can just say, look, I made these cupcakes. <laughs> right. And and people, yeah, if they don't know, they'll just assume that it's something that they're going to like and they go for it. And then, and then later you can tell them, you know, how healthy it was, but yeah, <laughs> make sure they enjoy it. And, I, and you shouldn't have any, any qualms with people trying new foods. Nice. So what's the move part of the eat, move, rest? Yeah. Um, for a while, I guess we did do some workout videos on our channel. Yeah. Um, and we'd really love to get back into that, especially, you know, since quarantine happened last March, yeah. um, you know, home fitness is of the utmost importance to most people right now because a lot of people aren't going to their gyms. Yeah. So. Yeah. We've got a handful of workouts. Um, Aaron has done a bunch of bar style workouts and some yoga 
workouts. We even have a treadmill interval run uh, video on our YouTube channel. Um, there's one, I, I do kind of a weightlifting workout on our YouTube channel. So yeah, again, it's, you know, it can be anything from actual workouts to just moving your body daily. You know, Aaron and I are obsessed with our, our watches that, that track our steps and remind us to move. And, you know, it's just important, especially at this time of year to, to keep your body moving. And uh, even if you have to bundle up to get outside and go for a walk or whatever, it's, it's so beneficial. So. Yeah. Right. And what about the rest part? That's my favorite after the eat part. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I would say rest is definitely probably the most neglected for yeah. most of us because it's so applicable to do a workout and check off a box to yeah. get healthier or make a healthy meal. But yeah, rest is a little bit more ambiguous, and more fluid. Um, how mm -hmm. is it? So good. But yeah, we, we tend to lump a lot into the rest category, even just like um, quality time with family and friends and loved ones. And we also put an emphasis on faith or spirituality yep. and mindfulness and meditation. Um, even yoga, yoga, yoga could fit into move and rest both. So right. a little bit of all that stuff. And, you know, sleep just in general is so, so important. You know, I, especially now with the two-year-old, there are nights when we don't get great sleep and you can tell the next day, it doesn't matter how good you eat, mm -hmm. what type of workout you do, and just overall how healthy you are. If you're not sleeping well, you're not going to feel well and you're not going to be your best. So yeah, we try to prioritize healthy rest every single day, just like our food and, and our movement. So have you in influenced any of your friends your age to adopt a healthy lifestyle? We have yeah. actually. In our 20s, it was, you know, in our late 20s when we were transitioning, it was pretty difficult. Most people just laughed at us. But, <laughs> but now into the 30s when, you know, everyone's happily married and has kids <laughs> and they're starting to see their physicians more regularly and they're coming back with bad reports. Yeah, <laughs> I've got buddies texting me now like, Hey man, what was that green smoothie recipe? You know, now we're in our mid thirties and yeah, like Aaron said, people are, are getting these uh, not so good report cards from their doctors and now they're interested in the healthy foods. So one of his buddies actually had high cholesterol and he said, yep. my doc told me to eat Cheerios because it says on the box that it'll lower your cholesterol. So, yeah. and then, so it's like, oh my gosh, so many people are so uneducated and um, that's why we're here to help people like us, even people our age. Um, and it's been fun. So well, I appreciate what you do, especially because you're going to inspire a whole new younger generation. And maybe when Max is old enough, he can have his own YouTube channel. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Yep. That would be fun. <laughs> oh, well. well, it's so nice to, to meet you guys. Thank you so much for what you do. And thank you for the delicious recipe. And I linked to the, I found the YouTube video and, and the video, you actually write the ingredients right on the, on the screen. Good deal. Good deal. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Great. Well, thank you so much again. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. We're going to have another mac and cheese tomorrow. Maybe we can have a smackdown and see which uh -oh. one is better. When Shoshana and Chime, the plant trainers are going to be on the show. And he also has a wonderful story of healing just like you guys. So cool. congratulations on having another plant-based baby. We need yeah. more of them. Thanks for having us. This My pleasure. Fun. Take care. Bye, everybody. Yeah.